we started talking about life in the spirit last month we are still going to continue in, in, in that dimension this month uh, because there's a lot to learn when we talk about life in the spirit man is a spirit god is also a spirit and you see man has to connect at the frequency of god there is something that happens when we know how to do that jesus said to that woman sitting at the well he said that god is still looking for those who will seek him in spirit and in truth we uh, identified in the beginning of our discussion that in this kingdom relationship it was matters not rituals rituals does not pay rituals lead to religion that is why christianity is not religion christianity is a relationship we are not in a religion we are in a relationship if you don't understand that you are just going to be passing through the motion and it will look like this thing is not working it will look like it's a scam because it is powered on relationship not on rituals you can do every other thing you can be a part of any sect islam or anything and as a religious person but if it comes to the life in jesus no it's a relationship and that relationship is powered by sense by uh, 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 the ministry of the spirit the ministry of the holy spirit in your human spirit all right and so this morning i want to take it even further and talk about what i call directed beyond distraction say to yourself say i'm directed beyond distractions say it like you mean to say i'm directed beyond distractions romans chapter 8 romans chapter 8 by the way i've said this and i say it again romans chapter 8 is a very good chapter of the bible that grounds you in the life and the spirit there are different dimensions of the life and the spirit in romans chapter 8 that are very very helpful but this morning let's focus on romans chapter 8 from verse 12 to 16 romans chapter 8 from verse 12 to 16 the bible says therefore brethren we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh for if you live according to the flesh you will die but if you by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live verse 14 for as many as are led by the spirit of god these are the sons of god verse 15 for if for for you do not for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear but you received the spirit of adoption by whom you cry out abba father and verse 16 says the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of god directed beyond distractions it's it's no news today that there's a lot of distractions in our world the options in our world has created a lot of distraction it has made men and women to be all over the place you find uh, somebody who is physically present but absent majority of the accidents that happen today is not because of bad cars it's not even sometimes because of bad driving it's because of distracted driving there's a lot of distraction this thing called the the phone you know the other day somebody was saying that when you bind the spirits that sometimes it seems we have to bind the spirit of mobile phone 
because many marriages people live in marriages now and they will live together and they will be greeting themselves on social media you know i mean you see that a lot there are so many people they live in the same zip code the person is doing birthday you will greet him on social media but in real life media you will not greet him but you are greeting him on social media and there's nothing wrong in greeting people on social media some of the time some of us also go there but if you live your life in the in the wave of that distraction you will not maximize your life so uh, one of the things you need to understand is that god does not want us to live in that distraction and that's why one of the things that will help you as you and i move into the second half of the year is that we need to understand the power of decisions look at somebody say the power of decisions the reason why you will be able to overcome distraction many of the time is to make decisions in a part in different areas of your life you need to make decisions because let me tell you if you don't intentionally live your life your life will be intent will be lived for you some way or the other in fact if you don't make a decision about your life you have made a decision to make sure that, that your life does not count to anything indecision is also a decision and that's why you cannot just live your life uh, on automatic autopilot you know that statement sera, sera. what's gonna be is gonna be i don't know where they get that thing from it's definitely from not from the bible what's gonna be is not gonna be if you don't get deliberate if you don't get intentional life was not made to be automatic life was made for men and women to be able to make decision that's why that statement decision determines destiny is very important how do i know how you are going to turn out in the future how do i know what is going what the future is going to be, look like i will know by the decisions that you make i will know by the things you are choosing every day every day you are either choosing life you are either choosing death remember when god was speaking to the children of israel in deuteronomy 30 he said i present to you today life and death he said cursing and blessing he said but i encourage you to choose life because you see life has to be chosen and can i dare to say life has to be chosen daily we are every decision we make every day is forming our destiny the decision to come to the church this morning is forming your destiny sometimes you may be wondering how can i become a spiritual juggernaut i want to be very mighty in the scripture i want to be mighty in the things of god how do i get there pastor e can you give me a formula can you give me something i can do in july that by the time i show up in august ah they will say man of god or woman of god let me tell you do something about it every day do something about it every day because life is happening daily life is happening daily decide for god daily every this that decision to come to church that decision to open your bible that decision to join the prayer that decision to do something about it daily you are already doing something about it in the long run so anything that makes you to keep on procrastinating you know that thing is stealing your time you know that thing is stealing your life and that's why sometimes if you don't decide on how you will spend your day you find out that the day has not been productive there are so many people that feel like oh this thing is taking my time that thing is taking my time one of the things i tell people is this audit yourself do an inventory of how you are spending your days you'll be surprised at the things that you are blaming may not be the culprit the little things the one that you didn't account for maybe the one stealing it the bible calls it little little foxes that destroy the vine so decision 
determines destiny but you see the challenge of decision is this decision has to be made with information decision should not just be made carelessly the funny thing and the challenge of 2023 is that people make decision with all kinds of things people make decision by their feelings people make decision by their flesh remember in that scripture that we read it says we we we, we are not debtors to the flesh to obey the flesh now that means that there are things that can make you to be obeying the flesh there are many people it is their feeling that is ruling them i feel like that i feel like this and you see let me tell you the truth man was not meant to be led by feelings I'm sure by now, no matter how old you are, and if you can hear me this morning, you will discover that your feelings can be wrong. You discover that your feelings are not good umpires. You discover your, for example, there are people sitting in this room. Their feeling told them this morning, don't come. Right? I mean, and some of those feelings is not even just mind. When you pushed out your hand and tried to get your car, your body was wet, and your feeling began to talk to you. Excuse me, what about live stream? there's nothing wrong with live stream but there is something also good about coming to, to be, into the assembly of the brethren of God alright so uh, feelings are fickle feelings are fickle feelings are fickle one of the big, uh, smallest way to live your life is to live it on feelings I just feel like I feel like I shouldn't pray today I feel like I shouldn't study the word you know sometimes some people see some people that pray they say wow I wish I can pray uh, you know they look at it as if that person has a gift of prayer there's no gift it's just moving past your feeling this uh today into this service i was very tired by the reason of all kinds of things that happened yesterday you know i had a meeting that lasted to like 12 a.m or that we're just talking about yasin by the way guys have you bought your ticket for yasin you need to go to the uh, houston in uh july 20 to 22nd yeah that's it let's put our hands together for jesus for that so we're talking about that event and you are very uh, uh you are invited if you need help please talk to me after the service i may be able to help you one way or the other so we're talking about this and after i finished my the feeling in me is that guy go on your bed but usually my own practice is that on saturday night i don't do bed i do prayer that's what i do if i have the strength i will be awake all through the night you know can god not move without me being of course it doesn't but i just want to be available like that now i can claim that a feeling will make me just suddenly begin to pray no the feeling doesn't make me pray so sometimes what i would do is that i will leave the area where the feeling will be disturbing me and move into another area in fact that's the mystery of how i became uh, uh somebody that does prayer work because most of the time those days when i wake up i'm still sleepy so instead of the sleep to catch up with me i will just start to walk and by the time i start walking and i do 10 minutes i do 20 minutes by the time i do 40 minutes 45 minutes one hour the feeling of not wanting to pray would have left the reason why many people are still where they are today is they don't understand that their decision needs to have some influences and one of the influences your decision will have is not your feelings it's not your feelings one of the influences your spirit should have and the major one is that your feeling should have the influence of the spirit of god and you see that spirit of god wants to move you 
and he wants to lead you let me tell you how the spirit of god wants to help you to make decisions how does the spirit of god help us to make decisions remember in that scripture that we read romans chapter 8 verse 14 the people that are led by the spirit of god they are the sons of god if you read that scripture and you think about it a little bit you'll be wondering that so if i'm not led by the spirit of god am i not a son of god you are part of the family you are just not matured you are a baby the sons of god in that scripture speaking about the mature people of god the the people that god can entrust things into their hands and that's the one of the dilemmas of god is looking for sons sons not just children not just uh people that are kingsmen people that are family members is looking for mature children and mature children are people that make decisions not by feelings not just by anything in the natural but know how to be led by the spirit of god all right so this morning how can we position ourselves to be led by the spirit of god let's look at the scripture james chapter 1 james chapter 1 and verse 21 james chapter 1 verse 21 the bible says lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness in another way don't make stupid decisions <laughs> lay aside all of those stupid decisions and how do you lay aside that stupid decision and receive the meekness of the implanted word which is able to make yours which is able to save your souls <laughs> which is able to save your souls you see the truth is this when we say we give our life to christ the part of us that got into that transaction was our spirit our soul was not there was nothing that happened to our soul and our soul is where many of our decisions even when our spirit is inspired it will still work with our soul our mind to be able to carry out that decision and that is why we need to have our soul converted we need to make sure our soul is brought into a particular st uh, state of uh, uh, of operation and that state of operation is when we with meekness in receive the implanted word the implanted word so how will the spirit of god lead me when i know how to receive the implanted word when i receive the implanted word yes it is the word of god that is the foundation of the leadership of god but it is the implanted word it is the word you plant it is not just the word of god as the bible it is the word that you allow to be planted and ladies and gentlemen for the word to be planted it has to be a word that you open your heart to receive it says to receive it with meekness it is possible to hear the word and not receive the word in fact the bible even says it is possible to hear the word and the results you bring out from hearing the word will show that it didn't fall on the right ground so that means that the right ground must precipitate the receiving of that word and it says the way to receive that word is with meekness what does that mean it means that when you are receiving the word don't say that the word should change to meet you you change to meet the word you have an attitude that says i will change myself not to say this word is not for me not to say that word is not because some people when they hear the word of god they first argue they fight they do all kind of thing and the bible is saying here no calm down receive this word with meekness and it says that word is able to save your soul so the beginning of the leadership of god is to receive the word receive it with meekness whenever you come before the word of god don't come like somebody that knows it you see one of the challenges of 
time and longevity in the things of God is that you always come there as if I've heard that before as if I've heard that before it's the challenge of time in the things of God familiarity in fact that's one of the reasons why sometimes after a while the things of God doesn't bring the same results it used to bring back back in the days have you guys noticed that when you became born again when you just begin every time you pray it's like is happening the reason why things change is because you now became a familiar somebody some people became the elder brother of jesus they became co you know co-part of the godhead they know scriptures they can finish the statement when the man of god is preaching they know where he's going and they know everything about it they've even had that sermon before and let me tell you the truth you don't always need to hear something new you don't always need to i mean this bible is 66 books it has been 66 books for a long time and we have still been saying on it it don't, the fact that it's 66 books we don't need the 67th book for us to cause about a breakthrough no we can work with the 66 book but we have to receive it we have to receive it the same word can come the same word that i'm sending that god is sending right now is landing on some people and it will it will just land as if it didn't come but it's landing on some people and in august we're going to see the result in september we're going to see the result in october we're going to receive it. the reason is because they received it with a with a kind of attitude and it's called meekness meekness means i don't know it all i can learn and what is my action point here i've always said the purpose of preaching is not so that you get excited it's not so that you say wow pastor that was a good word it's so that there's action any preaching any message that does not lead to action is almost a waste every time i listen to the word of god what is what is he telling me to do there is a to do there because it is not just he that looketh into the law of liberty it is he that looketh and does not forget he be not a forgetful reader he says that is the person that will be blessed so the doing comes because you received it you receive it with the meekness of your heart you receive it with the meekness of your heart all right so god is saying to you and i when it comes to this leadership of the spirit it will start with you receiving the word of god the bible speaking in john chapter 6 and 63 this is jesus himself speaking he says the word that i speak to you they are spirit and they are life so if i want to participate in a spiritual experience i start with the word the word is spirit sometimes some people come into church so and one of the things they are expecting is that the man of god says there's somebody here this this this, this. and that happens you know god will give us a word like that but do you know the all mark in every service is not necessarily there is somebody here the all mark is this it is written because let me tell you the truth that there is somebody's here is under it is written because it is written before it is spoken if you walk with they said i heard and you don't have it is written based on that that they said i heard you are still faulty it is written is harder is better than it was spoken to me that i even saw it it is written it is a more sure word of prophecy like the bible speak uh, puts it in first peter chapter one it says we have a, a, a more sure word of prophecy 
it is a sure word of prophecy it is a, it's, it's interacting with the spirit so when it comes to leadership of the spirit you and i need to change our perception and our attention to the word of god romans chapter 12 romans chapter 12 the bible says don't be confirmed to this world let me tell you the truth this world wants to conform you this world and you would have thought that that conformity is good well you know we just do it as they do it no when you start com- being conformed you will be deformed this world wants to conform you so that you'll be deformed but the word of god wants to transform you so the bible says don't be conformed to this world it says but be transformed by the renewing of your mind remember that james told us that the word of god is able to save our soul and inside our soul is where we will have the mind the will and the emotion so this same uh, uh, paul is also saying similar thing here that the word of god is able to do something to our mind it's able to renew our mind if we don't have renewed mind every other form of leadership of the spirit will not work he needs to renew our mind first so the bible says he's able to renew our mind and the reason is renewing our mind is so that we may prove what is good acceptable and perfect will of god in other words to make excellent decisions because decisions determine destinies if you want to do life and do it big you have to know how to make good decisions and that will come and the premise of the word of god how am i led by the spirit of god i am led by the spirit of god from that scripture by the witness of the spirit the bible speak of the witness of the spirit it says the spirit bears witness with us pastor e i've never heard god speak to me he speaks to you from his word every time you come to church it's god speaking to you every time you open your bible he's one speaking to you other times he will now speak to you with what is called the witness of the spirit is probably the most common way the spirit of god speaks to man the witness of the spirit how do i know that god wanted me to do that thing i had a witness in my spirit there is a witness of the spirit the bible said that witness was the one that bore witness with us that we are the sons of god that means that every one of us can have a witness of the spirit if you believe you are born again it is the witness of the spirit that made that believing possible so if that happened to you then god can lead you you can really really know without guessing that god wants me to do that that god wants me to go this way that god wants me to turn that way yes he can lead you but it is it's a witness of the spirit what does witness of the spirit mean witness for the spirit is this inner gentle soft nudging of the spirit many times it will be like your thought in fact many times it will take use and skill to know that it's not your thought many times it will just look at this is me that thought about it but it's not you that's why some people say something told me that and, and i and i felt that and i knew that that usually that is the spirit of god trying to get your attention say i want to speak to you i want to get your attention and when you know that like that when you know that one like that if you start paying more attention you will now find more leadership of that spirit because the way the spirit of god works is how he worked with samuel remember samuel the bible said god wanted to speak to him and then the first thing he heard was samuel just one word and the bible said he went to eli and told eli that excuse me sir you called me 
Why? Because it sounded like Eli. It sounded like Eli. So that means the, this leadership of the spirit will, will not be unfamiliar. It will feel like a familiar thing. Especially a thought, a voice inside of you that you have been used to before. And it just come gently like that. Yeah. There are many things that many of us knew because of that. It was gentle. There was no, there was no drama to it. Once in a while there's drama, but many of the times, majority of the time, no drama. It's very gentle, so it can be missed. So the inward witness, the witness of the spirit, because it is very gentle, it can be missed. I really believe one of the things you and I need to develop is sensitivity to that spirit. Sensitivity. The problem of leadership by the spirit, direction, the biggest problem is distraction, is the noise, is the, is the other things that want to drown the voice of God. It's not because there's no voice. It's not because there's no leadership. It's other things. The devil, one of the things the devil likes to do is this, muddy the waters. He just wants to create confusion. Chaos. Remember in the beginning, the Bible says the act was without form and void and there was darkness upon the face. That's how the devil always wants to play it all the time. He will introduce other things there. You know, and I've, I've, I met some people, well, and I know there are people like that online. They, they say something like, why is it that Christianity has all kinds of flair, all kinds of this and all that kind of, why is it not one line? <laughs> and but there may be many reasons, but you see, one of the reasons is this. Sometimes, there are some of the flares and flavors that have been motivated just to create confusion because the devil sometimes likes confusion. Because the Bible says, where the spirit of the Lord is, there is order. There is organization there. And that's why in that Genesis chapter 1, the first thing that God did was that God brought order. Do you see that first light that God introduced? was not light to see. It was more of light to bring order. I want order here. And so this morning, God is saying to you, the witness of the spirit is available for you if you are a child of god that witness of the spirit has already started working the problem you are having is not that it is absent it is that it is dormant or is not being honest you have not done anything to make it work better and this morning i want to share with you some few tips that can make you uh get more sensitive uh to the inward voice the bible speaking in first timothy chapter 4 First Timothy chapter 4 and verse 2 talked about the fact that conscience can be seared. Conscience can be affected. And by conscience here, it's talking about your spirit man. That it is possible that you are not able to be sensitive. In Hebrews chapter 5 verse 11, the Bible talks about being dull of hearing. There are people that are dull of hearing. And there are things that cause them to be dull of hearing. I want to talk about them. In Mark chapter 4, 23. Mark 4 23, Revelations 2 11, Revelations 2 11, Revelations 3 6, Revelation 3 6, Revelations 3 13. The same word, he that has an ear, let him hear. That means hearing is not he that is speaking from above, it is he that is hearing. Most of the challenge God has is not sending information from above, it is people to receive it. And why is it that many of us do not receive? Because we are distracted because we are not sensitive now to be sensitive and this is how i want you to go into the month of july to be sensitive you must know how to man the gates you must know how to man the gates there are gates that are affecting your sensitivity to that inward voice you must know how to man the gates there are gates 
there are access points into you that you are not paying attention to sometimes that is allowing you for your sensitivity not to be sharp and that's what we want to quickly look at you must know how to man the gates let's look at three gates this morning the first gate i want you to look at or i want us to look at is the mouth gate if you want to be sensitive to the spirit of god you must be careful how you walk with your mouth gate many people don't know that their mouth is like a rubber stamp in fact the psalmist said my mouth is the pen of a ready writer i use my mouth to write i use my mouth to sign the checks of god and so because of that i must know how to use that mouth not to shut down the processes of god do you know many of the times it is not the enemies that is stopping many of the things that god wants to do in the life of people because they are not sensitive to this mouth gate they would have said something in prayer but with their own mouth shortly after that prayer 10 minutes later they won't do it in the name of being real and so this morning god is reminding you and i that there is something called the mouth gate and you must pay attention to it the bible is speaking in james chapter 3 james chapter 3 verse 2 it says anybody that knows how to use his mouth that's the summary of that scripture is able to take care of the whole body it says we can stumble in many things you see but when we don't stumble in word we are perfect it says anybody that is able to bridle the mouth will bridle the whole body one of the challenge of our generation is that we talk we talk we say everything and it's not everything that should be said it's not it's not it's not we need to learn we need to yield our mouth to the holy spirit we need to bridle our body with our mouth we need to tame our tongue i put down here that if you tame your tongue you will tone your life you need to tame your tongue let the redeemed of the lord say so you have to say with your redemption you have to say in line with your redemption you cannot say in line with the circumstance you have to say so in line with the redemption psalm 107 verse 2 let the redeemed of the lord say it so so we have to bridle the, the, the tongue we have to be careful not to be given to idle talk matthew chapter 12 36 to 37 talked about idle talk idle talk i just want to talk no you are not allowing the ministry of the holy spirit to walk you know several years ago i was doing a study and i was asking myself that why is it that most of the time the holy spirit moves the first place we find the ministry working is in the mouth go and look at the scripture remember that time that god told moses that i'm going to take your spirit and put upon 70 elders how did we know that the spirit came upon them the bible said they began to prophesy remember the story of sam uh saul the the, the, the king Saul, the son of Kish. The Bible said, when the Spirit of God came upon him, he began to prophesy. And people started to say, why is Saul like somebody among the prophets? Something happens when the Holy Ghost is walking. He's doing something with our mouth. And when he also came on in Acts chapter 2, did he not, how did we know he came? He began to speak with tongues. Why? Because there is something about what we say. There is something about what we say. We permit spirits by our words how do we really walk in this kingdom where's our authority where, where what is the power behind us our mouth whosoever shall say to this mountain not whosoever shall fight with the mountain say, say to the mountain the spiritual is engaged 
with the mouth gate the spiritual not just the god spiritual any spiritual if you want the spirit of god to move you must watch what you are saying remember that in genesis 1 2 even god was moving the spirit by what he was saying we saw the spirit was moving he didn't do anything until the god began to speak and everything god spoke in partnership with that spirit that is moving god saw so this morning god is reminding you and i as we go into into this second half of 2023 and he said mind the ma- ma- mouth gate don't let it run loose when you order it aright you allow the spirit of god to work when samuel was going to eventually hear god eli said say when you hear your name again say your servant is listening speak he had to authorize with the mouth we authorize with our mouth my brothers we authorize with my, my, our mouth, my sister. In Proverbs chapter 18 and 21, the Bible says, The power of life and of death are in our tongue. Fathers, mothers, don't just speak to your children. Authorize what you want God to do there. Make things happen in the place of speaking into them. Many parents don't know the power that they carry in that office called a father, called a mother. They think it's only people that is called prophet, prophet. Jacob was a prophet. He never did any prophecy. You know that? Jacob was a prophet. He was a prophet. I mean, the patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, they were prophets. How do I know Jacob was a prophet? Go and read Genesis 48, Genesis 49. Jacob said everything that will happen to his children. It was Jacob that spoke about Judah. We wouldn't have known about Judah. Judah was just number five. You know, he was just a random guy. But he said, Judah, you have prevailed. And if you look, just watch the life of Judah. Judah was just prevailing. That's why Jesus had to come out of Judah. Why? A father has spoken. A father has spoken our mouth gate my brothers powerful powerful don't use it anyhow it conditions that inner witness that inner witness sometimes some people get into situation i'm so confused i just don't know what to do you have already closed the gate when you stand before mountain i know my god is able i know god will show me a way i may not see the way now but i won't be without the way if you start to speak like that you engage the spirit that will make that happen but if you say well we have not come here now we are not going to survive this yes that's what's going to happen remember the 12 spies 10 people said no and god couldn't change it to yes two people said yes and no demon could change it to no ladies and gentlemen the situations are not as powerful as the power you are giving to them and this morning i'm saying as you look at 2023 second half don't give the power to the devil by what you say empower the spirit of god inside of you to find expression by what you say say i am the blessed of the lord just declare over your morning walk into spaces walk into places that don't look like and speak into it be like jabez the bible said in first chronicle 4 he said jabez was more honorable than his brethren and the reason was because one day he was tired of being tired and he said some things and he used his mouth and the bible said god heard him god hears what we say my brothers so we need to say the right things we need to mind our gates and the first gate is the mouth what other gates do you need to mind your eye gate your eye gate ladies and gentlemen your eyes 
are windows into you. Your eyes. Your eyes. Have you ever wondered sometimes why do we close our eyes when we pray? It's to shut down distractions. There are many times the distractions that is disturbing many people is what they have seen. It's what they have seen. When God was going to begin to impress on Abraham that things are going to change. The Bible said God brought him out. I said look. Look at the stars. Begin to count them. Because if you can number them, that's how you can number your seed. God was trying to change his focus. He was trying to change his sight. If I can change what you see, I can change what you will see. <laughs> All right. If I can change what you are looking at, I can change what you are looking like. You will not look like what you want to look like. You will look like what you are building, what you are looking at. Many of us, we are looking at the problem. We are looking at the trouble. We are looking at the things that are disturbing us. But the, the, the apostle said, he says our light affliction are, are small. He said, why we look not at the things that are seen, but the things which are not seen. We are, we are keeping our focus in a different direction because we understand that anything that takes our focus will amplify into our lives. So we take our focus from there. Ladies and gentlemen, there are some of us, the reason why we are depressed is not because, you know, your, men, uh, your personality some people make it like ah, my personality makes me to be depressed no it's your focus you feel focus you are looking at the half empty cup you're looking at all the trouble that is happening you are looking at the news you are looking at what they are saying about student loan you are looking at all the things and let me tell you you don't get better looking at the problem you have to take your eyes off the problem you have to look at the solution go and read through scripture every time god wanted to bring a solution he took them away from there he took them on a journey and let them see a snippet of the solution and keep their eyes on there Bible says looking unto Jesus. Hebrews chapter 12 and 2. Looking unto Jesus. It says who for the joy that was set before him. Your eye gate my brothers. What are you looking at? I, have, I, I, I meet people they will say pastor is this a sin? Is that a sin? Should I watch this? Should I listen to that? Should I? And you, sometimes you smile. Anything that will disturb your real sight. Because your real sight is not the one you see with your eyes. Your inner sight. Don't engage in it. Don't engage in it. It may not be wrong, but for you it's wrong. There are some of us right now, for you, a Netflix operation is wrong. There's nothing wrong in Netflix. Sometimes some people will have thought, don't watch TV, it's the devil's workshop. It's not. I mean, we can watch preaching there. Some people are watching me on TV right now. So, you know, it's okay. But the thing is this, you need to know where you are at that time. What is it taking away from you? How is it affecting your focus? Look at your neighbor and speak to them. Say, my friend, what is affecting your focus? It's a question you need to ask yourself. Emmanuel, what is affecting your focus? What are you looking at? Oh, don't say, oh, pastor, what I'm looking at is I can see you, you are, you are holding a mic. No, no, that, that's not what I'm saying. What really, really, really are you looking at? What really are you looking at? Some of us, we are looking at the diagnosis some of us are looking at our age some of us are looking at our bank account and let me tell you god never consults the past to do something in the present no 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 he doesn't need that he can do a new thing now and i prophesy over somebody listening to me this morning god will do a new thing in the name of jesus one of the challenges that young people have is that they say pastor i have this habit i'm struggling with this thing 
Oh, it's like oh, there's so many beautiful women nowadays. Ah, maybe when some people were growing up, they were not like this. Things are just all over the place. It's so hard for a man to just stay and just just not be distracted and you know just live for God. But you know why that is? It's where we are putting our eyes. It's the focus of our eyes. Job speaking in Job chapter three, 31, verse 1. He said, I have made a covenant with my eyes. He said, why should I look upon a young woman? What he was saying is, why should I look upon a young woman lustfully? I would talk to my eyes. My eye would not direct me. I would not, I would talk to my eyes. Not just be roaming about Facebook and seeing what I should not see. If I see what I should not see, I make sure I don't see it again. That's why you unfollow people. That's why you put, you check, you know, there's this ellipsis. Ellipsis is these three, three dots in computing. Anytime you see three dots, it's ellipsis. It means there's more. So click on that, there is more somewhere within the window that you say, click on it. It will say, hide this. Or I don't want to see something like this again. I do it a lot. Because what's this nonsense? Some of us, we even, I mean, now I don't even sign into Facebook messages because some people will say, Pastor, you know, man of God, or uh, do you want to see more videos? Some of you, some people just send you all of that and say, say, do you want to see more? What more? <laughs> the more I want to see is the word of God. Some people say, well, I, let me just see. I know how to counsel people. Don't be, if you start to see like that, you start to go down. Do you know why something went down? It was, it was what you saw. The first time, the Bible said, Samson went to Timna and saw. And as he saw, he kept going down. And that's why when they were going to deal with him, deal with him, they took his eyes. They said, ah, this guy, you won't be destiny like this. Let's just take this eye. So, he, that's why the Bible said he did more in his death than in his life. Why? Because the eyes were gone. It was the problem. The eye gate. My brothers, my sisters, if you don't do something to your eye gate, it will do something to you. You can't see everything. You can't focus on everything. You have to direct your focus. Anybody that is going somewhere must eliminate distractions. I said it the other day. I said sometimes where we are going is not far. It is the excursions that we make in life. It is the things that distract us. Have you noticed that even sometimes the assignment they gave you in school is not really that hard. It's because you are distracted. When you started researching for it, you went into something else. You, that's when you just remembered something and you went and before you knew it, it was three hours later all right that's 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 those are the things that are taken away from us and many of the times they are affecting this witness of the spirit they are affecting this witness of the spirit that's why sometimes some of us need to take a fast and not food fast i what i see fast i'm not going to watch movies i'm not going to be on facebook i'm not going to be on instagram don't you know that is a good fast can somebody say amen yes because the depression some of us are getting is because of our friends that are posting you know like somebody said they are posting their highlights they are posting the good side they didn't show you that the apple is rotting on this other side you are seeing the good apple but the apple is rotting on the other side but they they took the picture in such a way that you are seeing the other side that is good have you not noticed that some of them take picture they look like they are slimming down but they are not really slimming down if you see them in real life they are bigger than <laughs> <laughs> you know <laughs> you see them like ah, what i saw and sometimes some people take me like recently they took a picture i believe that picture made me bigger amen <laughs> i thought i was smaller than that when i saw the picture i said we are not posting this one <laughs> because when i saw myself I said, ah, what is this one in the front like this this thing is not six packs so it's one pack it's an amusement park and i didn't really like it 
And people will not post that. So they will go and post the one that they, they look. And two days or three days later, I took another picture. I was looking slimmer. I posted that one. <laughs> and some people, is that new one, the slim one that they are using to judge. But if you come and see me in real life, say, ah, what did you do to that thing <laughs> in that picture? And that's what they are doing to it. So some of us need to fast. And you know, when, we, when you begin to do that, you will see better. Because many of the time, when we close our vision to the wrong thing, our vision to the right thing will be open. In Isaiah chapter 6, the Bible said, Isaiah said, in the year King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. Why did King Uzziah need to die for me to see the Lord? King Uzziah was what I was looking at. I was not looking at the Lord. There are sometimes God takes away our support system so that we can see him. Some of us, the devil that you are binding is not the devil. It's God trying to say, look, I have to take this guardrail. You are drive, trying to ride this bicycle, but you have been using this guardrail for too long. I will take it away so that you can see my hand. You can see my help. I'm praying for every King Uzziah that is blocking your vision of seeing the Lord. I ask that he will die in the name of Jesus everything in the natural that is disturbing you from seeing the fullness of the supernatural i ask that they be eradicated from your life in jesus name in, in, in isaiah chapter 11 the bible is speaking about the spirit of god isaiah chapter 11 let's give us verse 3 and we'll begin to get ready to pray isaiah chapter 11 verse 3 it says his delight is in the fear of the lord he shall not judge by the sight of his natural eyes he will not judge by the sight of his eyes he will not judge by the sight of his natural eye there are too many of us our judgment is only on our natural eyes there is a judgment of another eye there is the eye of the spirit if you close the natural eye if you limit the influence of the natural eye if you give attention to the spiritual eye and the focus on the, the spiritual side you will see you will see god is not as far as many people think he is many people think i need to go to heaven no he says the word is near you it's just in your mind and in your heart when you can connect those two together he says you'll be saved he's, and it's still like that god is not as far the, the result you are looking for is not as far you may not even need a pastor to pray for you you just need to see right you just need to see right he said he will not see and judge by what he sees with his natural eyes there are many times what you see can be very 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 deceptive from my own vantage point as a pastor what many people see in getting married is very deceptive because they don't know what two, 10 years will look like I have seen people who were the shape that the person was looking for when they found the person but after baby number 3 the shape went with that third baby and never came back again amen i you know sometimes i'll just celebrate my wife i'll say ah see what we have done to you uh, me and the children look at what we've done to you but she's still beautiful amen but if we're just looking for that shape the one that is just like you know one particular weight we will not find that again now because that weight has gone at least that's pre-children wait so don't look with your natural eye and finally this morning one gate that you need to take care of is your ear gate your ear gate you need to man the mouth gate 
you need to man the ear gates the eye gates you need to man the ear gate all these things will help you for your witness to be strong your sensitivity to be strong the lord was in this place jacob said i didn't know it it's not because the lord wasn't there you just did not know it there are already spiritual activities taking in in this room some people don't know it some people are perceiving it there are things that i'm saying to people they are not hearing what i'm saying in natural they are hearing what the spirit wants them to hear why sensitivity and what improves your sensitivity your mouth gate your eye gate your ear gate that same isaiah chapter 11 verse 3 Isaiah chapter 11 verse 3 give it to us again he says his delight is in the fear of the Lord he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes nor decide by the hearing of his ears no he shall not decide by the hearing of his ears there is an inner ear in fact really it feels like we hear with our inner ears it's not you know somehow somehow we hear with our inner ears that is why the voices you hear is a little different from the real voice i didn't know until i started preaching and i found out that my voice that i hear you know is not quite the voice that everybody hears and sometimes when i listen to my voice in another medium i was like ah who is that it's me and i was like man when i preach i preach very fast and very fiery sometimes i hear my voice very slow and draggy it's because there's Samina here you can hear with that inner ear you can hear you can decide by that inner ear god can open it god can open your ear remember in the scriptures we read mark chapter 24 verse 23 uh, uh, revelations 2 6 revelations 3 11 3 13 let him that has an ear let him hear your prayer this season and beyond i want to hear i want to see i want to be able to see I want you to make that your prayer this morning. I want to hear. I want to see. I want to be able to see. Every distraction, every distraction, every distraction, I shut them out. I shut them out. In the name of Jesus, my mouth will not say the wrong things. My eyes will not be focused on the wrong things. My ear will not be hearing the wrong thing. I will not be hearing the news of defeat. I will tune into the news of victory. I will not be saying the defeat. I will be saying the victory in the name of Jesus. Oh yes, Lord. This morning we just release ourselves to you. And we ask, oh God, the strength. We want the inner witness to be strengthened. And we receive grace to man the gates. 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 In the name of Jesus. You will be glorified, Father. Father, we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Oh, Father, we thank you. Lord, this morning we ask, oh God, for help to man the gates in the name of Jesus. We ask that the witness of the Spirit in each and every one of us will become stronger. The sen- our sensitivity will come better in the name of Jesus. And I will not miss the gentle nudging of the Spirit in the name of jesus we will not make decision by what we see we will not make decision by what others are doing we'll be directed beyond every form of distractions oh god father we give you praise in jesus mighty name we are prayed a loud amen if you can